Welcome, everybody, to Mindset Monday. I'm your host, Denise Zach. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in. I have an amazing guest today, uh, and I cannot wait to bring her on and talk to her. And she's going to be on in just a couple of seconds, but I want to talk to you a little bit about this Mindset Monday podcast. If you've never heard of it before, if you've never been here before, this is about getting into those six inches in between your ears. I talk to founders, entrepreneurs, people who are being successful, uh, and I learn about their story, how they became successful, because we look at people from the outside, we think everything's perfect. But what we don't realize is they've not been an overnight success. They have worked hard. They have come against barriers. They have had struggles in their life, and they figured out a way to overcome. They've worked through their challenges and they have become the person they are today as a result of their mindset. That's what this podcast is about. This podcast is also part of the Game Plan You community. I bring on the founders and entrepreneurs and the executives and residents within the Game Plan You community that works with startups in the sports tech innovation and wellness industry. And we talk about their successes and their their failures and their restarts and their growth and so if you haven't found uh the game plan you community please check us out with www.gameplanu.org and click the like and subscribe button to this podcast hopefully um if you like this content and you'd like to learn more and watch more and see more of what we do so without further ado i'm going to bring on my guest today um I just met her a few weeks ago uh, via some really, really great friends uh, and colleagues, uh, Rob Thompson and Brian J. Esposito. And uh, she is a, a bundle of energy. She is amazing. Uh, she's, she's doing so many amazing things in, in terms of her authorship, in terms of her network, uh, in, in the companies that she's CEO of. And so I'm, without further ado, going to bring her on. Her name is Elizabeth Hamilton Guarino. Uh, she is CEO. I'm going to bring you up here, Elizabeth. Let's see that face. <laughs> Hi, how are you? What a what a beautiful intro to your show. Oh, thank you. Bob Thompson, good job. Actually, he 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 set me up with the the um the the website to do it's placeit.net and I I put it together. So it was a a fun thing to do. So anyone looking to make an intro or an outro for your podcast, placeit.net and I'm not getting paid by them, but hey, uh they do a great job. Pretty inexpensive, but Elizabeth, you are um, just amazing. You are CEO of two companies, not one, but two companies, right? The Compliance Four and also the Best Ever You Network. And not only that, but you are the author of eight books. One coming out very soon. Uh, and tell us a little bit about how you have become an author. And I know that you're also uh, very busy with, with work and life and home and, and all of that. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do and how you became the amazing entrepreneur that you are today. Well, thank you for that. And uh, you know, I think the first thing to say is that I'm a mom of, of, of four sons. They are now 20, 22, 24, and 26. And I, and I and I just want to mention them and my husband, Peter, who I've been married to for, we just say forever now. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, without their support and their love and everything, I wouldn't be able to do a lot of the things that I'm able to do. So my husband's in the other room watching our new puppy. 
Yeah, but um, you know, I, I I love what I do, and just like anybody else, you know, I have I have dreams, I have failures, I have a lot of mindset. Like you mentioned, I love the fact that you mentioned mindset because so much of so much of success is rooted in mindset, and I know you believe that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us, I you know, the way that we connected was through this Best Ever You network, right? And and through your book, um, your your latest book coming out. Can you first tell us about the Best Ever You network? I, I just, I love it. I, I, I dove into the last few weeks and I just think it's a really great way to get professionals together who are sending similar messages, but really just trying to get information out to people in a way that's palatable and digestible and not overwhelming and and you do it really really well so can you tell us about it yeah so it's it's besteveryou.com is the website that goes with it and it's called the best ever you network we are a free membership um, network for really anybody to join if you want to use a network to help you be your best or if you're an author or therapist or business owner, entrepreneur, whatever it is, and you've got a message to put out there, we're kind of almost like free PR in a way. We love your content, your blogs, your video blogs, your everything. And we push that content out into our social media. Uh, we also train people to become life coaches. We have books, we have journals. Just uh, My mom likes to say, that website of yours has everything but the kitchen sink. I'm like, so somebody come on with the kitchen sink and we'll have that too. And, and that's, kind of the way, um, that's kind of the way we do business. Um, we've outgrown and we continue to outgrow business plans one by one. And so it's, it's, a, it's a hard concept to get a business plan in place for because it grows in different directions that you could never expect. Uh, I imagine um, I, 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 Ed Asner just passed away and I talk about in my book percolate, you know, one moment I'm eating my, you know, cocoa puffs, not really, but eating my cocoa puffs at the kitchen table. And two hours later, I'm live interviewing Ed Asner. And that's just kind of the way things go. And so I had the really huge honor of interviewing Ed Asner back in 2011 wow. for my podcast. And I, I think that's one of the biggest moments that yeah. I've had. At, with owning the best ever you network it's a podcast of over 600 shows it's on youtube thanks to rob thompson giving me a little nudge <laughs> in the right direction yeah yeah uh, you know we're we are who we are today because of so many people helping they give you a little nudge they give you a little suggestion they they people direct if you really are open to being a lifelong learner people will steer you i completely agree with that and and i love the fact that you mentioned that because we talk about mindset a lot and what's going on internally, but what you're talking about is the value of the relationships that we have along the way and the information that we get from people that kind of pushes us down another path, right? You, you said with Rob, he said, hey, just go live. And no, I, I, he said, go take a shower. <laughs> super cute and I'll, I'll never forget it because you know i was i was doing that i was like oh kind of being you know behind the radio a little bit and it really propelled us in a new direction and i i'm so grateful for him forever for that yeah it's like we, you never know right yeah, yeah absolutely i love it so what what actually prompted you to start the best over you network in in the first place yeah here's a story <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah um so again mama four boys back that up to them being you know like two four six eight you know six eight ten twelve yeah. when the youngest one um was ready to go off to kindergarten i was like oh cool maybe just maybe i'll go get a job <laughs> again and um 
put my, you know, hair, makeup, all that good stuff and go out the door and go to a job. And it turned out to be a job with four boys. I'm going to call them boys fighting. It really, truly, it was an office with people in each corner, like a boxing ring almost. Wow. And there I was going, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is not fun. And I closed my door and I wrote, there's got to be something better than this on a pad of paper. And I'm like, best ever me, best ever you, be oh, best ever you. And I quit. Wow. Or as Todd Stottlemyre likes to say, you know, you outgrew it <laughs> rather than quit because quit's yeah. kind of an interesting yeah. word. But yeah. I did come home. Yeah, okay. you learn a lot about what you don't want first. So in words of Rob Thompson, again, his ears are going to be ringing after this, but that's the one thing he says so much. You learn what you don't want to do a lot earlier than you learn what you do want to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was not it. So I came home and I had, I actually powered through that for about a year uh, and a little and some. And uh, that was sort of a breaking point for me. I had a breaking point. I was like, okay, I'm done here. Uh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I can feel it and tell it. And so I closed my door, did that. And I wrote an entire business plan for Best Ever You. Hmm. That that was something to the effect of the stars come out, but you shine and, you know, all these things with the intent on, you know, doing things like interviewing Ed Asner or yeah. whatever. And, um, but backing that up, I walked through the door and let everybody know that I had quit. And then just sort of, they were all like, what? Well, it happened. And yeah. I walked in the street. I said, I'm going to take a breather. And I walked down to my neighbor and I said, do you know anything about websites? Here's a plan. <laughs> and because I really didn't. Now yeah. I can kind of program them and, you know, I use Wix and do all these things. But at the time, I didn't know how to register a domain. I didn't know, you know, websites. I didn't know how to program intros to video shows like you do yeah. or anything like that. And she registered the domain and we started Best Ever You. Sorry, this is getting winded. We started Best Ever You. Uh, interviewing Kathy Papera, who is my best friend since like kindergarten. And she was sewing baby bibs for people at her kitchen table and selling them. She owned Lily Pad Baby, oh, which wow. was a huge company. Yeah. 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 Oh, wonderful. So, so just a, being in a place that was uncomfortable, right? If I'm going to summarize this, you were in a place that was uncomfortable and you just felt like it wasn't right and it wasn't working for you. And that, and it is out of distress very often that we evolve and change. I'm a firm believer that we learn more from the things that go wrong in our life than we ever do from the things that go right. And not that that job was wrong, but it wasn't right for you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't, wasn't a good fit for you. We're right? all packed up to be. That's for yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so, so you change, um, because you felt like it wasn't the right thing to do. And I, I can completely um, get that. And, I, and I, I, I think that I've heard that story a lot, not that same exact story, but that flavor, right? Mm -hmm. That something just wasn't sitting right with me anymore. And I had to figure out what my next step was, what my next was gonna be. And truth be told too, the other thing that wasn't sitting well for me was being away from the kids like that either. Mm. It was like, for me, um, that was like being torn in half. Yeah, I am mean, a human being who is very difficult to watch kids, you know, because a hundred thousand percent of me goes in the direction I go in yeah. and that tore me. And I was like, oh, I don't like this feeling. Um, yeah. Not that I want to helicopter around them or anything, mm -hmm. but certainly being available to them um, yeah. and not having sitters I didn't trust or whatever it was that was going on along with that whole year um, made me just I couldn't focus right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me personally, focusing for me um, meant working from home was 
perfect. And it still is. I've yeah. worked from home um, for, gosh, we've lived here 20 years. Wow. That's awesome. And I kind of loved every minute of it, other than the step out <laughs> that I did yeah. that position. The other thing I did, too, was I really soul searched in that moment for going back to what always kind of called what my, what I felt like my calling was. Mm. I was really good at because sometimes you're trying to force fit things that you want to do, but maybe you're not so great at doing naturally, or it feels like just work kind yeah. of feels strange. And for me, I went, Oh, I've kind of always been a writer. I went into kindergarten, writing, reading, teaching the other kids to read and write. I'm always journaling. I'm always writing. I think there might be a story to tell with this. Mm. And that's how Percolate was born. Because when I quit that job, I was like, oh, I really want to write a book. I have no idea how to write a book. Mm. No idea how to write a book at all. <laughs> and, um, I did what I normally do, and that's reach out to people who had written books. Mm -hmm. And one of those people was people was a keep one of the people I reached out to, sorry, was yeah. a gal by the name of Michelle Phillips, okay. who had written the beauty blueprint, and it was a Hay House book. And it's about the same size as I've got, got it now, Percolate. Yeah, look at that. And, uh, yeah, and so this is in large part due to Michelle Phillips going, I can help you. Yeah. Love people who do that. Yeah. You. Isn't that, well, isn't that great? And that's who you are. I mean, you know, you you have been the same way with, with me and I know with other people as well. I'm saying, well, I can help you with that. Here's here's some information. And that sharing of information really helps to create the network that you talk about, that best ever you network, but just helps people collaborate and and I also think also helps build compassion and kindness and and camaraderie, which I think is uh, sometimes a lost yeah. characteristic oh, yeah. in our in our world. So if I can't help you, what I pride myself on is knowing somebody maybe who can. Mm. So what I really love is that when people like, you know, maybe not right off the bat as you get to know somebody, but maybe, you know, a few conversations in somebody be like, you know, I've always had a dream to mm. make a I've always had a dream to stand up in front of a crowd of 40,000 people and deliver a speech. No, not me, but yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And you hear what people are really thinking. Yeah. And I love those moments because that's mm -hmm. a moment when you goal share, somebody will hear it and show up for you. Uh, yeah. Always. The universe sort of seems to work that way. And I love that. Yeah. You put it out into the universe and something comes to you, right? Yeah. So you talked about having this kind of gut feeling or this internal feeling of, of finding your calling, right? So can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Because I think so often people think they need to do the right thing, hmm. right? As opposed, and whatever that is, uh, I don't know that that necessarily is their calling or the thing that they're meant to do. And we kind of stay stuck in safe places that aren't necessarily the right fit for us. Um, so, and I know that you you talk about this, and I know that that's something that you have um, even written about. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, it's it's it can be a really uncomfortable thing to to have a moment where you're like, you know, what I really want to do is bake cookies. Let's just let's, let's do. Yeah. Cookies. Everybody loves cookies, right? Yeah. Um, and and I love baking chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Um, but when you are working like a nine to five job as an accountant, let's just throw it completely, you know, polar. And all of a sudden you're like, you know, I'm really not happy being an accountant anymore. What I really want to do is start a cookie business. Mm. There's a crowd around you that goes, what? Right. 
What do you want to do? Wait a minute. I didn't even know you baked, baked cookies right. or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And then there's another crowd that sometimes shows up. That's the naysayers. Like I had when I started Best Ever You, they were like, well, you're nothing but a washed up soccer mom at age 40, whatever you are. And I'm like, whoa, my kids don't even play soccer, dude. <laughs> they play baseball. <laughs> you know? And so, you, you know, it's, it's all over the place. So when you, the, I think the message is, is to stand firm in your dreams and goals and desires, because they're your dreams and goals and desires. Even if you need to like bubble wrap yeah. you, to, to do what you need to do, to stay focused and do what you need to do, because there are a lot of people who come your way who try to steer you in a direction or another. And that's based sometimes on their own experiences. Right. Um, somebody, there are a lot of people who will show up when you're trying to do something and say, you can't do that. Yeah. I'll never play in the MLB. You're too short. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't, you hear a lot of, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Rather than you can do that. You go, you go, you do it. You yeah. dream big and all those things. So there's different crowds of people that show up. And so I really love to bring people back to that, to what they're passionate about, mm -hmm. help them focus. Yeah. And dream and set those goals. And, and if it, whether it's a tiny goal, or a huge dream, whatever yeah. it is, there's there's space and there's room for all of us too. Um, mm -hmm. That collaboration piece is uh, is big. Hopefully that answered your question. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I love it. It's great. And and you know, at the end of the day, I think uh, a lot of people struggle with with that um, because it it might not feel like the logical thing to do. It might not feel like the rational thing, like to change from being an accountant to a, a baker, like what? What are you crazy? You know? Yeah, that's what you get. And you, I've have you heard that? Yeah, I mean, I've heard it so many times with owning both Compliance Four and the Best Ever You Network. I mean, that was those were especially the Compliance Four one. That was a big shift in our lives to go back to owning uh, our own compliance business. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was outsourced com chief compliance officer work and mutual fund work in that space of financial services, which right. is kind of where my entire background was um, prior to the Best Ever You Network. Uh, right. That's how that kind of fits in there. But everything, I think it's really important too to understand that everything fits can, can fit together if you allow it to. Mm. Um, you know, who knows? You know, the accounting, the hugest accounting firm in the world might need cookies for their event. Right. <laughs> you never know how that works. And right. connections. So it's just really important to connect those dots. Yeah. And do the things that you truly love to do. Now, I'm not recommending that everybody just ups and quits their job and, you know, uh, goes and starts a cookie business or anything like that. Um, right. are, there's some seriousness to that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you got to be able to stomach a startup. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. The 24 7, the ups and downs, the pressure, all of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a lot. I've had a lot of quitting moments actually too, yeah. where somebody um, I I had. A, do you want to hear that? Like a, sure. a moment. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, not everything is perfect. Um, and really, after my dad passed away in October um, of of 2018, uh, right around January of 2019, I'm like, what do I do? And I was having a lot of trouble separating the grief. And the fiction in my head from the reality of, of mm -hmm. ever you and what I was doing and so forth. There was just a lot going on inside my brain. I just was feeling like um, I, it was a lot of work and I was doing a lot of it by myself. 
and I was grieving on top of it and, you know, on and on and on, the things piled up. And I met Chris Fuller uh, in a group of 400,000 women randomly to learn Zoom. Yeah. He wanted to learn Zoom. I'm like, I'll do it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And as we got to know each other, I kind of fessed up and said, look, I'm really tired. I've been doing a lot of this on my own, getting people interviewed, you know, all these things. And um, and boys and family and, you know, keep trying to keep it sort of all together. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, I've got you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so nice when people do say something like that to you right at the right moment. I'm like, good, because yeah. I really need help. And we've done some really cool things together. And it's That's been awesome. so much fun to know her. Um, with we've written best-selling journals we've written pinky pinky doodle bug series the children's books we've done a lot of neat things together and um she's she is just really brilliant with branding and classes and we teach people to become life coaches you know just so many things so yeah such a diverse um you know skill set that you have from from compliance and 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 you know businesses and and in you know, kind of mutual funds and, and all that to writing a children's book. Those are such diverse things. I imagine you use a lot of the same skills to stay focused and do what you need to do, right? So it's not like you have to completely change, but who you are in each of those settings, it's just the, the information or the topic changes, really. Yeah, that's a really good point. I kind of view each thing as sort of like a project. Mm. And I project manage. I think I'm probably a, a project manager of sorts. So mm. when I look at, I'm just gonna hold this up. When I look at Pinky Doodlebug, yeah, I know that I can't draw. There it is. That she's really cute and all this yeah. stuff. And I know that I can't draw to save my life. I can barely draw a stick figure. Yeah. And so when you do a project like this and you have a dream, I'm like, you know, I really want her to come here. I'm trying to find it. Um, Pete the Porcupine. Yeah. <laughs> He's a favorite character and thing, but I couldn't draw Pete the Porcupine if I tried. Right. So, but I knew I had this thing in my head called Pinky Doodlebug. Yeah. And I was like, who can help me make this book? And and we found a publisher for it. Um, we They found a, an illustrator for it. And we worked really hard to do this book to get the character right, to get the story right, to get, and Chris helped to get the rhyming right. So mm. when you have, uh, like, I'm going to go back to that goal thing, when you have a goal to do something, Getting the right people to support you and around your project is very important. Yeah, absolutely. To succeed, I don't. I do not think still that we do many things alone. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I couldn't couldn't agree more actually because there are so many times I think in my own life where I felt like someone came along right at the right moment when I was just about to give up or I was really questioning myself or I was in my own head so much that I was sending myself in a, in a, a spiral that had nothing to do with reality. <laughs> yeah. It only had to do with, with the story that I was creating in my head, which is, which is uh, chapter, I think four and five in, in my book, where we talk about that, that narrative of, of kind of, we pile so much on, that has really not much to do with the reality of the situation. And, and so it sounds like you take things a chunk at a time, like here's this project, this is what I wanna do. Let me make some sense of it. Let me organize it. Let me see who I need to connect with. Let me get out of my head and get out and connect with people and and things. Your heart, yeah. <laughs> here to here, always, I can't stress that enough. Mm-hmm. Because um, 
you know, and I had, I needed a reminder there too in 2019, because, you know, my heart ached, my head ached, everything ached for my father passing. Yeah. And um, to really go from here to here though, and really be like, does my heart say I really want to continue on with the Best Ever You Network? Yeah. Talking here, what is this all? My, I love the Best Ever You Network. I, I use the people on it, the contributors for my own personal advice for my own, you know, I, I love the best ever you network. Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't give up. I I it. And I've got a sign in front of me too that says never, ever, 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 ever give up ever, 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 <laughs> never, ever. Never. So it goes on and on and on. And then I have another one in front of me. If I look at my desk, it says, remember your value. Oh, I love it. It says help people get results. Awesome. And things like that. So those are the things that sort of drive me when I have those moments to remember, yeah. wait a minute, you know, this is bigger than just this moment. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Just finding, finding the little things that are going to give you the energy that you need in order to keep going. Because yeah. it is a long haul. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. And every day requires a lot of energy. It does. And you question yourself. And so when you question yourself, go back to those things that maybe ground you. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm a really big fan of grounding myself in gratitude every day. I'm a person mm -hmm. who's resuscitated twice from life-threatening food allergies, uh, mm -hmm. once while six months pregnant with our son, uh, Cameron. And so um, I feel very lucky. And, and the ER doctor who saved my life said, you're really lucky to be here. Mm. really lucky because my blood pressure was all the way down to almost nothing. And um, I woke up on kidney machines and all sorts of stuff. And so um, it, it just, we are lucky to be here. And so when you, when you have that philosophy of grounding and gratitude for each moment of your life really matters and how you impact other people matters and how you treat other people, it just all sort of matters. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 huge. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know you've, you've shared that, that story with me, or I'm sure not, not the whole thing, but I know that I've talked to you about those, those life that mean experiences. And, and um, I can imagine that there was some shift in perspective oh, yeah. after those, after those experiences, because uh, we realize when we realize or we come face to face with our mortality, I think uh, we, we tend to realize what's important. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think a lot of us are experiencing that with COVID right now, too. Mm. When you go face to face with something like this, you really shift what you want to do. And we're seeing that with people changing their jobs, changing their locations, changing a lot of things about themselves to yeah. really hone in on what's most important and focus on that. And I I, um, I like seeing that part of, of the pandemic, not much else, though. Right, right. I, I agree as well. I think though the pandemic has wreaked havoc in, in so many ways and done such such terrible, um, terrible things. There have been so many people who have also spoken about the transformation that they've been able to create out of the angst and concern of all of it, right? I, I have a, a thing I've put on my refrigerator every day during COVID where every day I do a star or a heart or something on it. And I now, sadly, I now have, you know, however many months piled up in a thing, I binder clip them, you know, because this has been going on so long. And I was like, what, what exactly am I trying to say to myself or do or what? I'm just like, survive, survived, 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 we're all okay, survived. And yeah. I'm 
working at that and I did a different colors for it. You know, it's just sort of my way of, of marking through it. Mm. Interesting. I haven't really processed it all yet, but I, I went to take uh, August off yesterday and put September up and I put it in my palm. Like I actually have a pile. It's a sad yeah. pile of, yeah. cal of the calendar moments. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and that's powerful, you know, like you can, I can even just hear it in your voice as you're talking about it. There's just, you know, I think life brings us to these places sometimes that we really have to be, like you said before, we have to be grateful for what we have. And the fact that I'm able to get up in the morning, that I'm able to walk and do the things that, that I appreciate and that I love instead of being so critical and so down on myself, uh, just being grateful for the opportunities that I have and then not wasting time, right? Not wasting time beating myself up or, or sinking into a place and, and, and questioning my, my ability. And I think that that's an important lesson and, and something that I think you're kind of alluding to there with your. Yeah, I am. I think, I think you just put that so well too. Um, yeah. That's the time management aspect of this all, you know, I, I did a, I did a survey, um, this was a couple of years back of, in my, in our group, which is, it was with, it, I can talk you now. Would you rather have $1 million or 1 million minutes? And it just made people sort of think, I'm like, well, what would you like? And it was so shocking that people didn't choose the money. They chose the time. Yeah. Yeah. Over and over and over again, people chose the time. And then you think, okay, well, if you have so much time, how are you spending it? Because you're not guaranteed it, you know, all those things. So what really are you doing? And how are you, what are your footprints? How are you, how are you going to leave the world a better place? What are you doing? And so forth. And I think one of my goals is to help people understand that without having to go through some of the moments that I've gone through to realize. Yeah. Absolutely. And Understand it younger, perhaps. Yes. I always say that I wish I knew this stuff when I was 20, but I guess that's just part of life. Yeah. You don't really, you know, you have to go through things to learn things. Uh, but I think our children are fortunate in that they've been raised like you and I, our kids have been raised with this. I mean, my kids are, my kids go hashtag gratitude, mom. You know? <laughs> they, they, um, we did, uh, in fact, this summer we did hashtag gratitude shirts. I love it. I love it. There you go. You little stinkers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have two boys and I, you know, I get, the, I get the eye roll and think about how are you being mindful? Are you being mindful? Have you thought about that? Have you taken a step back? Are you reflecting on how you're operating and how you're, they're like, okay, mom, we got it. You know, but, well, I get, I get, that's not very best ever you of you, mom. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I love it. I love Right. We all have our, we all have our moments too. It's like, that's the other thing is you write a book and, uh, or you, um, you give a speech even slightly, you know, right, right. And then, you know, I, it was really funny. I was with my, my uh, husband's family and I, I, I made a comment about, you know, kind of being snappy sometimes with, with my husband. Oh, sometimes I snap at him and his aunt said to me, well, aren't you practicing what you preach? And I thought, Oh, oh. I said, well, yeah, but he doesn't practice what I preach sometimes. <laughs> So we're yeah. both kind of in it, but this is life, right? It's never going to be perfect, but every day you have to get up and you have to keep going and you have to look for support and you have to find the right people and surround yourself with good people. And 
um, and follow your heart and follow your dreams to, to definitely kind of that life. Yeah, definitely doesn't say perfect ever you. Just says best ever you. And right. it doesn't say beat everybody up to be the best or, you know, all of that stuff. It's about you. Yeah. I, I equate it to sort of like somebody running track. Yeah. They're constantly trying to improve their own self. Yes. Yes, great, but you're in it. Right, right. And you're track for that track taught me that. And I didn't know a thing about track until yeah. our, son, our son Quaid um, broke his arm playing baseball, sliding into second base. It was a great slide, but his arm got caught underneath and he broke his arm and, and came home and it was it was career ending and he was a good baseball player. And um, he was like, well, what do I do with this? I'm like, I have no idea, Quinn. He goes, I think I'm going to run. I'm like, you go. And he ended up being all conference running. Good for but him. I knew nothing about track being, you know, baseball mom. Yeah. And learning lessons, um, especially driving like two hours for a 30 second race. <laughs> Or whatever it was. Yeah, right, right, right. Six seconds, Quaid. Right. Because you know how long baseball games last. Yeah, forever. <laughs> right, right. So. so can you tell us a little bit? We're coming up to the to the end here, but I, I, I definitely want to um jump in to talk a little bit about your book, right? Okay. Um, you've got so many awesome books, but you've got one book that's coming out very soon. It's not out yet, people can actually pre-order it. Um, tell us about it and then tell us where they can go to pre-order it because I, you've given me a little sneak peek of it and I absolutely love it um, because it, anyway, I'll let you describe it. I just think it's a really cool book. You could chime in and describe it because it, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't found its legs just yet with, you know, the, the world, but it's called the change guidebook, yeah. how to align your heart, truths, and energy to find success in every area of your life. Mm -hmm. And it's published by HCI and distributed by Simon and Schuster. And so I moved from Hay House to there and uh, it is the 10, it's basically the 10 steps of change. It's the, the 10 steps that we go through to make change in our life or cope or deal with an unforeseen circumstance in our life. Mm -hmm. So it takes the readers through a process. Um, the book is structured like a narrative from me, mm -hmm. and then stories from people, two stories from people, and then actual exercises that you can go through. Wow. And you can pre-order that wherever books are, are uh, found. So you can just... Uh, there's a, I think we'll put a link up or whatever. Or I have links everywhere in my stuff, but it's, yeah, put it Amazon. it's up on Amazon and pre-order. It's doing pretty well. I'm told in pre-order mode, but our, our lives as authors depend on your pre-orders <laughs> because yeah. that determines the life of the book. So I'm very grateful for all of the support that people have been uh, giving me with the book. It's awesome. It's wonderful. And you're part of it. So thank you for that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm grateful for your story and you kind of eagle-eyeing it like you did and you. your endorsement. And it makes me just, uh, it, it, thank you. I love what you said about it. Thank so, you. Yeah, well, I, I said what, what I felt when I looked through it and, and kind of read a little bit about it. And so uh, it was a, a result of, of what you created. So uh, kudos yes. to you for doing that. And I love your book too. I mean, your your book is is just uh, beautiful. And that we talk about that too. You know, the ripple effect. Uh, right, right. And I, and I change it to ripple affect because affect is the emotion that we carry with us, and that that our affect impacts people around us, and the impact from others ripples out to us as well. And we carry it with us in our life, and it can become a weight. 
and become a heavy, heavy blanket, or it can become a light depending on how we use it and how we harness it and, and really getting to a place where we understand it first. And so um, I think that, uh, I think that we, we have a lot in common and uh, a lot of synergistic uh, energy here. And so I'm so grateful for you uh, for being here. Uh, you're one of the things that I'm grateful for today uh, is, is your, your visit on this podcast and just being who you are. And I want to thank you for being here today. Um, if you want to get in touch with uh, Elizabeth, this is her LinkedIn address. Uh, you can also get in touch with her via thebesteveryou.com. Um, again, you can pre-order the book wherever books are sold. And um, and thank you again, Elizabeth, for being here. I really, really appreciate it. Any last words? I don't know. I, I think we should end on this. <laughs> <laughs> hot flash cooler, right? Hot flash cooler. We had a discussion for those watching. We had a little discussion about age related. I mean, 52. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Neck, you know, and then I, I, I right? I, I, here's the thing. I think you really can't go through a day without completely laughing. Please laugh at yourself. Right. Right. Um, all this seriousness, all this, everything, you yeah. know, please just, just, just remember to go right here and just have yeah. a good chuckle because yeah. we're funny. Right. And it's that it's not about ego. It's, and it's much cooler now though. <laughs> right. Right. I know long sleeve shirts in the summer, right? You got yes. to put that <laughs> Elizabeth, this, this has been wonderful. Uh, it's been a great discussion. I love learning about you and about everything that you're doing. Uh, Elizabeth's books are also available anywhere that books are available. You can look her up and find the, eight books from percolate all the way down to the the guidebook uh and i think that you'll you'll love all of them they're all different uh and they're they're all meaningful and and powerful books so check those out uh check out the best ever you uh show when you can and uh thank you again elizabeth for being here and um thank you very much yeah for you Thank you very much. And thanks to everyone who was watching. Uh, Doreen said to uh, cut the sugar, it keeps away the hot flashes. <laughs> That's so That's fun. not going to happen. Right, right. I'd rather wear this and eat my brownie. That's what I'm going to do. Right, right. Get through 80s, whatever this is. <laughs> Thank you. I don't make money for that either, by the way. I just as yeah. healthy. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's great. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, yes, absolutely. And if you if you want to learn more about uh, me or get in touch with me, you can contact me at gameplanu.org uh, or um, on LinkedIn. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.